Busy people and lots of yellies, Worcester hipsters and fat up townies. We have more than pizza in common, with two rocks for bookends. New Haven, New Haven, New Haven, between two rocks. All right, and welcome back to the Between Two Rocks podcast. We were... I mean, gosh, it has been at least a week or two since we recorded this. Ten days. Ten days. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it has been months. Since we we did one Zoom episode uh, in, I don't know, March? Mm-hmm. Sure. And then we had an episode in November. Yeah. And uh, I feel like we were different people then. But yeah, now we're back. We're da- we're back downtown at Baobab Tree Studio. Mm-hmm. Feels great. Closed off street here. Oh, that's it's looking right. looking very yeah. festive. COVID's over. That's right. Covid's that. over. Everybody fuck each other, but we're condoms still. Did everybody stop having sex during COVID? I don't know. I mean, I just I did and I didn't. So yeah. it's hard to say. Had nothing to do with COVID. Yeah. No, it certainly doesn't help. Like it's certainly hard to date. You know, like when you don't really feel safe in a restaurant. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, you want to go on a hike? I mean, I won't murder you, but you don't know that. Yeah, is that just generally a problem when you're inviting people on hikes? I mean, if I was a lady, I certainly would be a little bit wary of going off in the woods with a stranger. Yeah. So, Elizabeth, yeah. do you know that when guys are walking behind a woman on the street, like I feel awkward that a woman might be thinking that I'm going to attack and kill her? Yes. Do you ever feel bad for guys that they have to feel that? Oh no! I thought you were going to ask me what I do for safety, and wow, that's when really I take the centered that conversation around men. Well done. <laughs> All right, I guess we're going to introduce our guest because Colin <laughs> failed to give us any time to just catch up. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can. How you been? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Podcast canceled. I'm <laughs> done with this. This is just, I didn't miss this. Uh, David's going to remix right. the whole thing. He can change the order of the conversation. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll make sense in post. <laughs> <laughs> It'll uh, just be 10 minutes of Eamon talking at the beginning, actually. <laughs> He's just promoting all his personal projects. Yeah. Uh, I think he does have an Instagram. It's like New Haven Free Artists, I want to say. NHV Free Artists. So check that out. Um, nice. But yeah. how you been? I know you've been bu- scooping up houses. Been trying, I, man. I've been reading the New Haven Independent. I saw your name. You got to get an LLC, bro. Did you? Oh yeah, like well, you know, I, they show I, you I monthly. Quick claim it right over to the LLC after right, after but purchase. Like, but like on the so like on the New Haven Independent, there's like the list of like monthly transactions where they like talk about stuff. And I right. saw your your personal name right I know. there. A few I popped times. up heavily in the yeah. last one. I, I like, know. Oh shit. I know. I so saw. So you're a re- you're a real estate developer now. Properly. I'm a, a purchaser. Yeah, I'm an investor. Mm-hmm. Developer is a whole different whole different ball game okay um but yeah investor okay mm-hmm. nice yeah feels good yeah investing mm-hmm. in the community for sure i feel like i am yeah it's a lot of work I've what got... does kareem think <laughs> we'll have to where's the comment section <laughs> uh i won't i won't weigh in on all that i don't want to yeah. bad mouth you in a public avenue <laughs> based on <laughs> someone else's jokes so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I did comedy for the first time in like seven months this week. Mm-hmm. Still got it. Yeah. Yeah. Just as it was before. 
Yeah, just as however good it was previously, <laughs> <laughs> which is okay. Yeah, it yeah. Good. felt good, man. So That's hopefully awesome. we can start doing some shows in New Haven again. Was anybody we'll in the crowd? Yeah, there were a few people. I actually had some. Uh, Dave came. Oh, nice. Yeah, friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. American Dave uh, and his fiance Sarah. I know that's exciting news. Yeah, they got engaged. A lot of COVID engagements yeah. and stuff. She finally proposed. She's right. Whereas I remain pitifully single. <laughs> <laughs> Has that been weighing on you? I mean, no more than any other year. Same. Yeah. It's just a plateau. I feel like it rose in my twenties, and at this point, it's just the same every year. It doesn't matter. Mm. So. Is, the, I, is I, the plateau at your peak, or are you below your peak? I would say below. Okay. There was a time in my twenties where I felt like so like rejected, and anyway, we should, this is actually great, you know, segue into our guest this week because we can talk about feelings. <laughs> uh, our guest this week, don't call her Liz Elizabeth Rathbun, clinical psychologist. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. It's nice to be here. Yeah. Um, so you are a therapist, clinical psychologist, just like my I dad. Am. He's yes. retired, but yeah. Yes. Uh, you have a private practice? I do. In okay. New Haven. Nice. Mm-hmm. In New Haven. Nice. Where at? I'm on Bradley Street now, but I'm moving somewhere. Okay. I'm not sure where, but right now I'm all telehealth. Just so. do it out of like mm. a dumpster or something. <laughs> Wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Telehealth. That's, that's what I yes. was doing. I actually graduated from therapy recently. You did? Yeah. Congratulations. After about 10 years. Aww. You've told me this like four times before. Yeah, I've seen you like four times in the last three weeks. <laughs> I don't have that many new stories. There's no, a global no, not pandemic. Not about this graduation, uh, about your previously no, being I feel graduated. previously times I left therapy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's an open door. So you yeah. Can, yeah. You know. I No, I left therapy on my own thoughts. This time my therapist was like, mm. hey, if you want to stop coming, I would feel comfortable with that. Because oh, really? you're I... just so mentally healthy. Maybe the mentally healthiest person I've ever met. <laughs> wow. Really? These, the, what, these were definitely Donald things Trump's that he therapist? said. Al- <laughs> 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 no, it's just I didn't have a lot to talk about. You know what I mean? I was feeling mm-hmm. like I'm on a nice antidepressant. I feel, mm-hmm. I mean, not great all the time. I have depression or whatever, but it's I have a pretty good handle on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's like not a lot to say. You know, I have my good days and my bad days, but it's like I, you know, I think I have a pretty good uh, grip on it, I guess. Did you so. consider that maybe he got sick of listening to you? Either way, honestly, like it I don't want to make pay a difference. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Congratulations. So, thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, I was in therapy for 10 years. So, so you do CBT? I do CBT. Um, Which for the audience is cock and ball torture. <laughs> God. Sorry, I've been waiting to make that joke all week. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that was I clearly a pre-written. Oh yeah, I thought about it a few times. Like I was like, don't forget the CBT joke. <laughs> uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. I do, but I do other things, and I think CBT is great, and it's also limited. So okay, what kinds of other therapy do you do? Acceptance commitment therapy. What is that? Um, it is actually stems from kind of behavioral therapies. Um, but it takes into account like mindfulness and being able to sit with conflicting feelings and allowing them to be there. And so people can have two feelings at the same time. Yes, more than two even. Yikes! That sounds horrible. I have maybe I would say 0.2 feelings per day. Mm. <laughs> I'm able to suppress almost all of my feelings. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mine were eliminated by engineering school. <laughs> they were replaced with math equations <laughs> and algorithms. 
Yeah, not true though. I do still have feelings. I do also suppress them. We are yeah, men. We do. So. We have to sometimes. Yeah, certainly. Mm. Yeah, to get on and decide. I used to um I used to cry a lot as a kid, mm. which if you are a boy in a middle school will not make you that popular. I don't know if you've ever tried to be popular in middle school, <laughs> but uh as a man, but it is crying. Am I not crying enough? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I Why tried crying, more having outbursts, running out of the room, <laughs> none of them worked, writing suicide notes, no. nothing seemed to work. Eventually I found my fellow troubled, so, and then we all started doing drugs, worked out great. Nice. So, Drugs bring people together, you gotta admit that. I mean, listen, it certainly did, got me some friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You found uh, your crowd at that time, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm... You know, when people are like, how do you make friends? I'm, like, I'm not saying that you should do drugs, but if you have weed on you, it will help. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll like, make pe- you friends. Yeah, people will definitely smoke your joint. Like, you know, mm-hmm. people love that reefer. So, and if you're going to do a drug, I do feel like weed is probably the m- least damaging drug that you could do on a regular basis. You can use all this in your practice, Elizabeth. This is so all in free domain here. So it's talking about this because yeah, this is Yeah, sorry like, I'm advocating for drug no, use. No, no, It's interesting because, you know, all these states are passing marijuana recreationally, right? Yep. So even Massachusetts did, so everyone just goes over there and gets yep. it. Yep. Um, apparently New York is soon. Yep, and, New Jersey. You know, Colorado's been doing it for a long time, right? Yep. So um i think connecticut's you know there in some ways but not in other ways because of the whole situation with um brain development and you know one of the things i think that they'd want to see is making the legal age of marijuana use 25 not 21 because Mm -hmm. the brain isn't fully developed really until 25 and it can really affect yeah, I mean, I know some 37-year-olds who don't have to develop brains, so... Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, it What really can we affects. do to help them? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can regenerate to some degree, but... Right, yeah. Some of that is, like... So I actually bad. recently quit smoking weed. C- congratulations. Thank I you. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm AA it's sober now. I quit wow, in, like, that December. Is a big deal. Yeah, so... The sponsor and everything? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm not, like... I did go to a meeting last night. I'm not... AA is hard because they are pretty into God, yeah. but... uh. And I'm an atheist, so I do that stuff anyway. Take what you can, right? Leave yeah, the yeah. rest. Yeah, that's what they say. So I don't, I don't know. I just more do it because it's nice to like meet other sober people. Yes. Because uh, by and large, a lot of people drink. So yes. it's just like weird yes. to sometimes feel a bit isolated from community. But um, I'm really getting off track here. Anyway. This I is it, man. This is the track. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I don't do drugs anymore, but you know, I smoked weed for every day, most days for 25 years. And uh, I went to a psychiatrist recently because I had a. So in November, I turned 40. Happy birthday. Thank you. Wait, wait. Sorry. That was a while ago. Yeah. There's a story coming. I wasn't soliciting a happy birthday, but thank you. <laughs> Colin? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so. I, I was there. I mean, it's... No, no, no. I know, I know. Uh, so around my 40th birthday, I experienced a very low point of my depression mm-hmm. and some suicidal ideation, and I realized that I needed to do something different. I typically have tried to go without drugs, uh, like antidepressants, and I've, I'm like, I've definitely been one of those people who tried to, like, you know, if I'm like, if I just take care of myself, I'll be okay. But I hit a point where I was like, I can't keep doing this anymore. And so I went to a new psychiatrist who's recommended by my therapist, and he, they basically were like, we'll treat you, but like we typically don't like people to be doing drugs while we treat mm-hmm. them, you know? Um, 
And so I was like, all right, well, I've been smoking weed every day for 25 years, and it hasn't really made me happy, so maybe I'll give it a whirl. So now I'm on uh, Cymbalta, which I two thumbs up from me, mm-hmm. nice 60 milligrams, pretty great. Nice. Um, low side effects, right? Yeah, low side, right. So I used to take Lexapro, which has sexual side effects for me at least. Um, I mean, I will say I was so bummed out in November. I would have gladly taken sexual side effects. Like, I don't, you know, sex... Sex is great, but I could have left it if that's what it meant. Um, but yeah, so I haven't really smoked weed since then. And it actually, you know, it's, it hasn't been that bad. Like, mm. I don't know. I was definitely doing it more out of routine and habit than any sort of happiness I get out of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Elizabeth, are you, do you think it's not good to legalize weed? Are you anti or are you just for the, the, the risks? I'm, I don't think it's great for people to be doing it. Uh, consistently and chronically at young ages because I really do think it affects a lot of things, motivation, you know, certain brain development. and um, yeah, It's better to develop a drug problem around age 30 <laughs> if you're going to mm-hmm. just but, do drugs every day. But you have so I much think, more money then. I mean, it's just yeah, easier. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just you have the, you have the <laughs> buying power. Mm-hmm. You don't have to spend your lunch money on drugs. Exactly. I mean, no you can fun. get lunch so and hungry. heroin. Like, that's nice. Yeah. You know, you don't have to choose. Exactly. <laughs> Right. So wait until the full time job. No, I think that it's I I just think there's different takes on drugs now. And I think that's a good thing because I think we're opening up this idea that it's not necessarily like and I'm not saying drugs don't have bad effects and negative effects. Um, But I think the reality is, is people are going to do them. And in some ways, does it regulate it more to have it be um allowed recreationally marijuana i don't think people should be going to jail for selling marijuana i just don't yeah um what if they just said no to drugs wouldn't that work that would be great (laughs) Um, i do agree with that take i mean i think the the getting people wrapped up in criminal justice for for weed is you know totally wrong we don't need to be doing that but but yeah i'm concerned as someone who smoked weed all the time in high school that it's the idea that you know, you don't want to give out the message that, oh, you know, marijuana is no big deal. It's ridiculous right. that it's that it's illegal. It's like, eh, that's a little further than you want to go. I Obviously, agree. you don't want to get people arrested for it, but it's also not, you know, it's not no big deal. Right. Yeah, I think I think the issue is that prohibition is not really an effective policy for mm-hmm. drug use. It hasn't really worked. Mm-hmm. Like, people still do heroin. It's illegal. Like, addiction is sort of a separate problem from prohibition you know like my father worked in addiction for 35 years and he basically thinks all drugs should be legal like he he's just like he thinks that the criminal justice system really has nothing to do with it it's like a public health issue Mm -hmm. and that like for you know making these hard drugs even illegal doesn't really matter because like if you're gonna get addicted it's you're gonna go down the path no matter what Mm -hmm. like if you get like i've had plenty of friends who you know they had injuries then they started taking pain pills then they got hooked on like OxyContin. Once they mm-hmm. ran out of money for OxyContin, they got addicted to heroin. Like, and when you're that deep into an addiction, you're gonna go get heroin. Like the law has nothing to do with it at that point. Like you are so into that. Like mm-hmm. you're either gonna recover or not. But like, whether it's against the law isn't gonna like move the needle. I feel like it's not. It's just like I don't know. I don't think getting the cops involved helps in one way yes. or the other. So no, you think sports and sports injuries are the the real gateway to heroin use? I mean, I'm just saying that there are paths to drug use that are not as obvious. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That are like, you know, like there are people who didn't go in thinking. I mean, I had a friend died of a heroin overdose and he was just an alcoholic. You know, mm-hmm. like he just his mm-hmm. alcohol yes. problem was so insane that every once in a while he would just do hard drugs with like his friends. And one time he just did too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
or got a bad dose. I don't know what happened, but you know. Yeah, I think there's so many factors, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's never just one factor, but I think there's a lot of influences and a lot of things impact us. So, and I think that's also very individual. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, for me, like, I'm like, I realize now that, you know, doing drugs all the time is really just a way to numb myself yeah. or to avoid trying to experience myself for fear that there's something terribly wrong with yes. me or whatever. Yes, and sometimes that can be a survival mechanism to a point, right? I'm not yeah. saying that we should turn to that necessarily, but in some ways it's a mask like a lot of different things that we do, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like I think it's important not to like judge yourself too harshly. Absolutely. Even if it's not the optimal coping mechanism that like you're just a person, like you're going to make some mistakes. It's yes. okay. Yes. You know, I try to tell people that I'm like, you know, like I have a friend who's like, oh, how are you like being sober right now? I'm just drinking too much. I'm like, hey. You're like 28. Like you're gonna fuck up. Like that's. I mean, even if you're not, like it's okay. Like we're all fucking up all the time. I mean, like, trust me. I ate a box of sweet tarts last night. We're not perfect, you know. I'm better than you because I don't drink. But you know, wrong with sweet tarts. Is <laughs> <laughs> a box a lot? It doesn't sound like that many. It's just it's it's just a silly amount of sugar to consume mm. by yourself. <laughs> all foods fat. You know, I work with eating disorders. Right? Okay, do you? Nice. Yeah, I have a pretty weird relationship with food myself. But anyway. Yeah, we really got off track. So acceptance, commitment, therapy. therapy. Yes. Wow, yes. I can't believe I remembered that. That yeah, many that's minutes good. later, <laughs> stop smoking weed. I know. <laughs> I have super memory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do that, and a little bit of a you know some work around you know fam of course family work, um, eating disorders, eating yeah eating disorders, and also just kind of you know overall supportive therapy and. Um, Looking at all the different parts of us, looking at, I don't know, I'd, I think it's complicated and I think it depends on each person. Mm-hmm. Is there um, anything you won't do if someone comes in and spills their guts? Would you ever be like, nah, I'm not into that? Oh, you mean like a specific area? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I really try not to go out of my scope. So if somebody comes in and they have like, for example, you know, like really serious OCD, then that's not my scope. And I would send them to someone who is a behaviorist who does yeah, specializes exposure. in that sort of thing. Yeah, exposure, ERP it's called, therapy. So, um, yeah, so something like that or, you know, if they're not able to be um, contained or, you know, safe or safe yeah, or... Yeah, nice. <laughs> Good job, or not, yeah. yeah, very, very smooth. Yes, you um, know, they just don't like to talk into that mic. No. They like to wander around. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It looks like a shower cap. It's a discipline. It you does. Know that, that's mean? a COVID thing. It's not normal. Yeah, no, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I get it. It's kind of cute, but... Mm-hmm. Um, Do you ever just so, personally not like someone who comes in for therapy? Yeah. Oh, my God. You said that it like great most... Question. No, what it's a great names? question. Everyone always asks that question. <laughs> Everybody asks that question? Wow. Well, a lot of people ask that question. Yeah. I think I think it's a what good, good question. What percentage would you say? Oh gosh. That of people I don't like that yeah. oh like one percent or less. Oh, okay. I really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love my clients. I thought I'm you were gonna really say lucky. like thirty percent. Like, no, yeah. Your initial no, no, reaction no. I'm like, whoa, most. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. So it's really just Jim. I get it. <laughs> yeah. He's a dick, no doubt. One thing I did want to talk about um, is one of the things I, I definitely try to tell everybody to go to therapy. I think almost everybody can get something out of it. Great. But I think one of the people struggle with is finding a therapist mm. and the process of finding a therapist because, you know, there's obviously the insurance complications and it's like just throwing darts at a dartboard. Like, how do you 
how do you find somebody who fits? Like, That's such a great question. I think pre-COVID, you could doctor shop. Mm-hmm. I think now it's so much harder because therapists are full. Um, and it's harder to kind of find somebody and even just someone to call you back. Um, but I really recommend talking to a therapist before you fully commit to them. If if you feel like, you know, it's not like a right away fit, like going mm-hmm. to a couple of sessions and or getting to know them or asking them questions. I know it can be really intimidating, but I think it's really important because there really are it really is a fit thing, you know, yeah. like a goodness of fit. And so I think a lot of times that can happen. And, and you know, some people will just stick with that person because it's the only person or they don't know they can change or say, yeah. hey, this isn't working. They just want to go through uh, that process. Yes, of getting, yes, understandable. You know? And it is an awful process. It's really messy and it's really unfortunate. And, you know, I think some of that is the insurance piece is that they don't necessarily make it easy. They have people on the panel who are dead. <laughs> yeah. You know, or I mean, not, yeah, like or if not, you taking, look, new not patients, taking new patients, yeah, um, huge problem. You know, um, so I think that's really hard. And I also think right now, especially there is a shortage of therapists. Especially mm, yeah. A lot of people Haven. have been going in. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, uh, and it is such a relationship thing. Like yes. <clears throat> you really like to get the most out of it. You need to be able to trust this person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I, I talked about things in therapy that I probably have never told any other human in yes. the world. You know what I mean? And that starts with like building that relationship over time and be like, mm-hmm. this person is going to like, is looking out for me mm-hmm. yeah. and is going to like, <clears throat> you know, tell you what you want to hear. That's important. You yeah, want someone I who's going to tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> that, that was not my experience. <laughs> You've been yeah. in therapy, have you? <laughs> yeah. no. No, yeah. no, I haven't. I would <laughs> yeah. No, that is, yeah. This is not yeah, uh, whatever no. therapy show you see. <laughs> I should have got, I'm uh, like, who are the other? Sean and Shane, I think, have also not been in therapy, so this was a bit of a lost cause. Uh. None of the co-hosts with, uh, it's all right. So, um yeah, it is. It's very relationship based, though. It's and I it's think hard. It is, and I think like what you said. It's like such an intimacy. It's like such an you know unique intimacy because it's one sided, right? But yeah, it's things that you don't necessarily tell another person. So it's kind yeah. of and it takes time to like learn how to you know. Like I've been in therapy a long time, so when I went to like for instance see a new psychiatrist to get medicated, I kind of knew like I knew how to describe my mental health. Mm-hmm. I knew my history. I knew how to like approach it in a very reasonable way and kind of give him all the information you needed quickly. But that like takes time to be like, yes, I know that this probably started when I was a kid. And like, mm-hmm. here's the traumas I experienced that I feel like led to the way I feel about myself and you know, right. all these things. So, yes. but that that's yeah. just takes a lot of time. It so. does. It takes a lot of time, a lot of vulnerability. Trust. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I cried a lot in therapy. That's fun. As know? much as middle school. <laughs> uh, probably not. No, mm-hmm. at least m- more in control crying. I would say at least mm-hmm. less like just straight up bawling. Also, like your therapist is just not as mean as a middle school kid typically. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, um, it's yeah, corrective crying, right? I guess, I'm yeah. Saying. It's you know, I mean, for me, I talk about my mom sometimes. So that's often, mm. you know, a bit of a sore subject. <laughs> Mother's Day is coming up. Isn't that nice? Tomorrow. Yeah, you want to hear about a fun conversation I had with Alexa? <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, Alexa, turn on the light," and she's like. Did you know that I can also uh, provide ideas for Mother's Day gifts? <laughs> Damn, Alexa, like, you're supposed to be smarter than and that. I was like, Alexa, my mom's dead. And oh. she's like, no problem. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I laughed. I, I had a good laugh at that. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> 
But you gotta have a sense of humor about the darkness. Yeah, of, I mean, I do. Not everybody does. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it is so hard to find a therapist, especially now. Like, yeah, so, you know, telehealth obviously is not the same uh, level of intimacy. You know, so yeah. I, I think that's interesting. You know, all the people I see now, I've been seeing for a long time. I don't yeah. have any new people pre-COVID. I wonder so. if that's why I graduated from therapy. He's just like, I got to get some new patients. <laughs> you got to get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, there are people who need real help. I'm just saying consider that option, you know? It's fine. <laughs> um, I forget what I was going to ask. No, I give up. It's fine. So people that you would that you don't like, what's the what's the reason you wouldn't like a patient? Hmm, that's a good question. I think it's it's my own shit, right? Like they're you know bringing up something that bothers me and yeah, and you're I human. Haven't fully worked through, and so yeah. you know, I mean, I have people. We all pet peeves. I have a therapist, and I have um, that's good friends that are therapists. So I you know I do do peer consultation, and so it's something that I like to talk about. And you don't go to like sure a therapist I'm... who's a friend of yours, though, right? No, 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 yeah, no. no. Oh, I know what I was talking about. So I. Uh, I was dating a therapist over the summer. Mm-hmm. It's not you. Just to no, be clear to the audience. I know you know. <laughs> It'll be funny if she's like, wait, what? We were dating? Did you think we were dating? Uh, I texted you one time, Josh. <laughs> Amy missed us for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think the midwives party like this. <laughs> um. I was dating a therapist, but she was like a transpersonal therapist, which I don't know. Very, she was into like ketamine therapy, oh, and yeah, she was okay. into like very spiritual focused. Mm-hmm. And she was always number one trying to get me to do ketamine, which I felt pretty off putting. But also just like, like she was just a very spiritual therapist. She was mm-hmm. about sort of like this idea of collective unconscious, and like mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like for me, if I'd gone to someone like that, it would have been a really bad fit. Yes. But for some people, it'd be a great fit. And so it is It is really important to understand that like there are a lot of different types of therapy out there. Um, yes, I think that's a good point. And I think there's a lot of confusion around that because sometimes coaching, which mm-hmm. is like kind of the new... Oh, like life coaching? Yeah, is like yeah. similar to therapy. And I right. think I feel but like from sometimes... from some lady who didn't finish high school. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Well, and I'm not saying your friend was. It sounds like she was a therapist. Yeah, yeah. she sounds like a drug dealer to me. (laughs) Well, actually, her her partner, who's a psychiatrist, is technically the drug dealer Mm -hmm. in this situation. Mm -hmm. She's more of a drug pusher, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, it did not end well. So if she listens to this, she's going to... I'm going to get a pretty angry text. (laughs) Do you think she was recommending ketamine to every patient she had? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was a ketamine-based therapist. Yeah. That feels... I don't know. She kind of is a drug dealer. But to her to her mind, it's about like in her brain, the way this all goes, she basically is trying to like penetrate deeply into your trauma and for you to have an almost religious experience, like getting down to some core level of your like being, I guess. But there was just one solution, no matter what your problem was, everyone that came I in. I think maybe mushrooms could have been the solution too. I don't know. Yeah. she, no, she But I mean, people saw her out as a ketamine therapist and like basically as an alternative to maybe traditional mm-hmm. therapy. So mm-hmm. I feel like most of her, and also she was like New York based. So like a lot of her clientele were like- Like part of the rave scene and that type of thing. I would say more like, uh, you know how people from New York are. <laughs> 
<laughs> you could go in a lot of directions. I don't know. I think that she works with a lot of artists, maybe you know, actors, like or business people who were sort of looking for something a little bit different, you know, mm-hmm. and were willing to. Hmm. I don't know. So it was pretty fascinating. That's interesting. But I was like, artists, uh, business people, you know, those types. Yeah. Well, just people with money. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, or parents' money. I don't know. It's a thing now, though. No, I mean, no, they're doing a, studies at Yale. Yeah. It's it's really oh, yeah. done yeah. a lot for depression and anxiety and PTSD. But she so. was like always trying to tell me, and I was like, all right, I'll research it. Yeah. And basically what I read was essentially like, it's a good idea if other stuff doesn't work Right, first. it's a, kind of a last resort. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, you're right, for uh, treatment-resistant yes, depression. Yes, exactly. But I have treatment, good res- depression. <laughs> Yeah, reception. Okay. She, she gave me the most disappointed look when I used to say that. Did you say that? <laughs> did she laugh? Uh, did she, no, no, no. She, she, but she just, funny. yeah. Well, I so. wonder if she's got some sick thing about watching people on ketamine. Probably, you know, yeah. and like that kind of drives her wanting to wanting to have everyone take it. Yeah. Well, I think we have this really interesting conversation Elizabeth, about- Elizabeth, what do you like, think? Let's dive deeper into Josh's ex-girlfriend. Person. I know, right? Yeah. Like, let's analyze Oh, that's why it's the best. Therapist. Yeah, she's not here. <laughs> yeah. You don't know her. That's really ethical to, like, it, to do that. She's not even, like, a top five ex either. Like, we could no, have really. a fucking field no. day here. <laughs> afterthought. Yeah, it's fine. Um, no, Josh is probably still in love with her. Uh, let's, yeah, no. Yeah, but no. anyway- Okay. I found it a little bit aggravating, but nonetheless, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a very like, I'm an engineer. I think very like sort of scientifically about. I try to anyway, and like analytically. Yeah, exactly. So like that's how I, I'm like, yeah, I will take the thing that works for the most amount of people that has the most amount of research that we understand the best. So, um, yeah. So I don't yes. know. What do you? I, I had a friend. And I don't think he listens to this podcast, but if he does, I apologize. I'm not going to use name or anything. But he basically, I was trying to get him to go to therapy because I know mm-hmm. he has some issues with like insecurity and stuff. And he's like, well, I'm going to go to church. And that's basically the same thing. And I was yeah. like, well, I don't, like, what do you say to somebody like that who's like, like, I understand, like, I'm not a religious person, but I understand that there are support systems in yes. the world that can help lift people up that um spirituality is something that some humans get something out of mm-hmm. i don't personally but you, you know. talk to a priest or your religious person and isn't that the same as a a therapist in a lot of ways if they're if they're actually giving you you know but they're good, not good advice that's helping your life well i feel like the problem is that they're not really like delving into the core issues they're basically saying well it's part of god's plan or you know, it's all it goes back to god it's not like you're not gonna like deal with your personal traumas you know like you're not gonna like one of the one of the big things that I got out of therapy. Or sorry, you want to no, say no, something? No, 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 no. It's okay. Ask a question and then give the answer. No, <laughs> just kidding. That's not. Funny. Wow. <laughs> Go you on. I did that. No, no, no. That yeah, was really no, funny. please. Um, no, I just wanted to say quickly. Um, that you just I, got uh, put in your damn place, man. <laughs> As I should. Yeah, 100%. I, talk I think too you should much. probably just shut your mouth for the rest of the no, podcast. No, <laughs> I was just. Um, you hate me hearing me talk. Tune in about half hour in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Sorry, John. Elizabeth is no, not um, going to tell you what you want to hear. She's going to start going there. to her. She's right. She's 100% right. I was interrupting. Um, so, okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I kind of agree. Like, people need to find peace however they can find it, right? Mm-hmm. And and I do think some people can find that through their church or religious service or support, whatever. 
And I also think that can be really complicated and dicey because if your specific religion or spirituality, you know, has a way of like shaming certain things, I think that can be really complicated, right? And and so like, for example, you know, if you, you are making a choice about a, a huge life decision and your religion kind of doesn't support that, but you know what you need, mm-hmm. that can get really tricky, right? And it's like, is this is this what I need or is this what the church or God thinks I need, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think in some ways going to therapy outside of church can be really helpful because I think it tends to be more objective. Not that we don't have our own biases, right? But I, I think it tends to be more objective if that are makes there, sense. <clears throat> are there like um, therapists who maybe are, I don't want to say like church friendly, but maybe- Pastoral counseling, yes. No, all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I it think exists. yeah, like Christian counseling. and like marriage and family counseling yes. has been a huge part of the yeah. the Catholic Church mm-hmm. for years and years. Like tons of people go yeah. go for marriage and family counseling. And what sort um, of like and a lot of that is lay people there that are trained and you know do do therapy. Yeah. So <clears throat> okay, yeah, yeah, there's a say, huge network the, all around that. What is the educational like background of these people? Like, are they? Well, I mean, priests and pastors do often take some counseling classes. I mean, some of them do have that training. I think they have to on some level have that training. And then some people will be like church representatives who like are in the church like a couple or something and they take specific training. I don't know if they're necessarily trained therapists like licensed, but... You know, like I remember people doing it for pre-Cana, like they have to do this. If you get married in a Catholic church, you have to go to like this retreat with um, it's it's like um, Catholic counseling, you know, to kind of talk about your relationship and your future and, and your goals together. Right. Like but around this frame of like being a Catholic and getting married and what that means. Huh. Mm hmm. You're not. I don't think oh, you're so necessarily right. to diving because uh, <laughs> I don't know a lot about it. I mean, I don't. I don't go to church. No, I just so. mean in general. I'm not going to weigh in for the rest of this podcast. So like, you got to do some fucking you're heavy lifting. You're being a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I was the first child, so I mean, I need the attention. Yeah. Um. No, that's cool. I just. Yeah. All right. Fair. I guess I don't really think. Of, I didn't really think of that in terms of like the counseling because like I know one of the things. One of the big things I got out of therapy was basically realizing that, like, both of my parents basically didn't really show much warmth or affection, essentially because they both grew up in really, like, traumatic, abusive households, right? So they didn't know how to show warmth or affection. It's not that, like, they disliked us. It's just they literally were, like, too broken in their own home situations, right? And how much that reflected on how I felt about myself and my own worthiness of love or all this other mm-hmm. stuff, right? And that was something I had to figure out through talking about, you know, my parents, the way I felt about myself and all this stuff. And, like, my feeling is you're not necessarily going to – that depth of understanding is, is going to be hard to find at church. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, that's something that takes a long time. Now, that maybe the counseling could, could uncover something like that. I don't know the depth of it. Mm-hmm. But I know for me that's been, like, extremely fundamental – to my growth as a person to realize that like a lot of how I feel about myself is connected to stuff that like is just like stuff that just happened to me and mm-hmm. I'd like it's not really reflective of my worth it's not anything I did it's just like it's just like generational trauma like nobody right. did anything wrong I mean my grandpa did but you know <laughs> 
Yes. But Everybody's yeah. grandpa did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. My grandpa yeah. did a bunch of stuff wrong. You want me to list them? <laughs> I think it's like just going back to the church thing. It's it's less like I don't think you can weigh in like, oh, church, that's not the place for therapy. It's I think even if it's therapy, it just depends on are you Who going to a therapist that's good? Are you if if yeah. you have a trusted yes. trusted aunt, if you have a trusted person mm-hmm. at church, uh, a trusted therapist, mm-hmm. whoever it is, if this person is giving you good advice that works for you and they're really listening and understanding, I, I don't think it particularly makes a difference if they not to knock therapists or anything, you know, their training level or something. If someone's good advice is good advice, you know. Um Yeah, but can, good advice and therapy are not the same thing though. Right. No, it's not the same thing, but it doesn't have to be okay. Deeper than than good advice. If this yeah, is yeah. a person that you really trust that you can open up to, um, and they can really listen and give you feedback, I, I don't think it particularly matters if it's, um, you know, if the person has had specific training in, um, you know, uh, doing therapy or they're a psychiatrist or psychologist or, mm-hmm. um, that's certainly beneficial. I think it's just a way of, you can't really knock the whole church because it's not a psychologist you know yeah Um, yeah yeah Yeah, i hear you because i i think it could be beneficial i agree with you i think there's you know pluses and minuses of anything but i think if somebody is comfortable with that and that works for them great i agree with you um i i think i've seen it though not be helpful for some people um because it's hard the the lack of objectivity can be really difficult especially if someone's like you know, if, if they're already feeling shame and then to feel shame for just whatever, a decision they're right. making or not making. Yeah, right. Or, if you're, I mean, there's obviously some choices or some lifestyles that are just simply not going to be compatible with the church. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like if you just, you know, if you're going to, if you're like a transgender person, like there's right. just almost no way that that situation is going to like end well. You for know? sure. So yes. It really depends on the person. Yes. So, All right. Elizabeth, wow. have you ever graduated a patient? Yes. It's so a that's a feeling. real thing. That that's is like a real, a real thing. thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's interesting. And it's not yeah. just because you didn't want to talk to the person anymore. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I have, you know, said to people like, you know, I'm not sure I'm helping you. I want to make sure I'm helping you and kind of checked in about that or, you know. Like if the person transition. is one of those one percenters. Like. No, 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 no. No, just like if somebody, if we're, you're, you know, we end up not being a great fit or, you know, they're just not getting better or, you know, like, do something. Do you find that people sometimes are not putting in like the work that like. Yeah, I mean, I sometimes, sometimes. And sometimes I think they're trying. They're just not able to get out of their own way on mm-hmm. some level. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we're just not ready. You know, I think sometimes we're stuck. Um, and that's where we need to be for whatever reasons or whatever is going on. Um, and some, you know, that's why you said something about going back and forth to therapy. I, that's why I think it can be really helpful to take a therapy break and then come back or, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of check in and, and leave the door open because I don't, I don't know if it's ever done right. The work, um, I think it's done enough to like, okay, I don't want to keep going to therapy for the rest of my life, but I think there's always work to do, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, 100%. So let's talk about resenting my father in particular. <laughs> All right. I don't think he listens to this podcast, so we can probably... Uh, so Is this the part where it just turns into a straight therapy Elizabeth? session? Oh, no, boy. no, no. Elizabeth interviewed for a job with my dad. Dad. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> my pre-doc internship, yeah. But I don't think she got the job. So let's talk no, about how much well, my dad sucks. No, no, no. It was, I don't think I picked them and I don't think they picked me. me. You know, he will never <laughs> accept any of us. 
He's not proud of you or me. It's just the nature of it. He's not proud of my sister or my brother. It's fine. Like, we just got to wow. stop trying to earn his you love. You and your dad were close. Wow. No, we're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. We get along pretty well. But uh, he's, he's just, yeah, he's he's funny. Like, my dad, like, I posted this question on Facebook, and I got, like, a bunch of joke answers. And I was like, I would appreciate more real answers. And my dad's like, well, if, if you weren't a comedian, this wouldn't happen. And I was like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> just classic come in, quickly blame me for it all, and then get the fuck out. Like, he's just like, that's his move. Mm. So he's a pretty funny guy. But uh, what happened there? You're asking for too much clown. What happened? Because you met him, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what happened is we, you know, it was a pre-internship thing. So it's like a match process. So you rate your first Mm-hmm. you know whatever five, so you gave them a failing remember. grade no i i mean so and they also rate us so they probably didn't rate me and i don't i don't think i rated them in the top five i don't remember oh all right I mean, i'll sorry. tell my dad what you thought of him yeah and it was because my dad worked for the state for many yeah it was like it was a pretty good Demas. well there was a lot going on there it wasn't your dad but there was a lot of other oh, stuff. oh yeah that, i mean you know, working for the state is like a whole yeah there's some good stuff happening. yeah he wants yeah he was it is definitely like funny how much yeah between the fact that like you're basically working with addiction and the fact that you're working for like a bureaucratic mess, yes. there is a lot of like uh, lack of progress being made. Yeah. So yeah. it happens. So what's going on over there? I don't know. My headphones cut out. Oh yeah, it happens. I'm just gonna just gonna wing it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I can hear you. I feel naked. <laughs> you're doing great. Wow. Um, cool. So therapy, mostly good. We love it. It's great. Go get it. Go to therapy. Go to therapy, yes. Nice. Are you on any drugs? On any drugs in terms of what? Inside of presence or recreational. Are you on ketamine right now? I'm not on ketamine. Currently, But I have moment. a nice cocktail. Oh, nice. nice. You don't have to talk about it. I don't mind. Yeah. I think it's important. I think it's, you know, I think in this day and age, I really respect people that don't need that. Um, but for me, it works best and I function best. And I kind of used to be in that pool of like, oh, you know, I don't need this. I'm fine. I can, you know, yeah, I can tough, tough this out. out. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, why suffer? Like yeah. life is shitty yeah. <laughs> and not easy. And so, you know, let's like make it a little easier for ourselves. And so I feel like when I'm on really works for me. Yeah. Um, it is like I had a, I had an ex-girlfriend and she was depressed but she didn't know that she was depressed mm-hmm. she just thought the world was horrible which yeah. like obviously it is but like when you're not as depressed you're a little bit more able to co- cope with it right how do you how do you approach people who don't know that they're depressed or they don't know that they have a thing well i mean i think most people know that something's off if they're coming in the door right mm-hmm. or if, but if they're not no, he's talking about the on the street though like oh, how yeah, do you yeah, yeah. like oh, walk up to I'm someone so on the street and then start telling what them saying. what's wrong with them <laughs> like what's your how do you do it i okay, would say yeah, maybe that's the next segment so I we're just kind of want to know yeah, yeah. That's, that's right we're leading into the next segment <laughs> tell strangers what's wrong with them <laughs> what's the theme yeah. song for that you're about to have a bad day 
so basically, how do you um, how do you approach friends who you feel yeah. would get some help, but like are really either resistant or or they do don't you even not because they're just trying to come out to the bar with you and have a good night? Yeah, and just you know, kind of forget about everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a tough one. I mean, I do think. There's... I mean, how many crying episodes do I have to watch before I'm allowed to <laughs> offer an opinion, Colin? <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how much time do I have to spend watching somebody sob quietly in a bar before I'm allowed to <laughs> lay in? I know. Thanks. It's it's hard, right? Because you've watched people suffer and you don't. It's it's a hard thing to watch, right? Yeah. So, I want people to be happy. Not well, Colin, but yeah. most people. <laughs> I've never gently sobbed in a bar before. <laughs> no, we know. You don't have feelings. We get it. <laughs> So I think it's, you know, talk, obviously talking to them in a way that's like c- out of concern and, you know, saying that I, you know, I've noticed maybe you seem something's off or, you know, you've been, it seems like you've been really sad or um, I'm worried about you. I care about you. I mean, I think sometimes just saying those things um, and asking them, you're telling, letting them know that you're there and, and kind of opening that up without putting pressure on them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if they're in more of a dire situation and they're unsafe, then you want to get emergency help. But, you know, if if somebody's struggling, I think it's important to offer um, them your your support and like an openness and and just let them know you're concerned about them. Right. I mean, I, I really do, because I think the reality is, is that ultimately when we um struggle it's really hard to be alone in that even if we're alone in the suffering right i think there's something to connection that can help sometimes bridge that or at least you know just knowing that someone else is there for you even if they're not getting it mm-hmm. is powerful right yeah no that's why i'm very open about my depression i want mm-hmm. to share my suffering with others so that so you can they... absorb it yeah exactly they're going to share my burden because I refuse to go alone. <laughs> Do right. you feel like people uh, seek you out, like your friends, people you know, because they know you're a therapist for... Sometimes, uh, like yeah. You, and, yeah. You're, and you're just like, I just wanted to come out to the bar, guys, yeah. and hang yeah. out. Please stop sobbing. <laughs> this can't happen anymore. I feel the same, but it's for websites. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. totally. Sometimes, but a lot of my friends are therapists, so I think that's... Right. Interesting. But yes, people will ask for a lot of advice or like a therapist in a certain area or, you know. Can you look at this mole I have (laughs) on my back? (laughs) I'm not that kind of doctor. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, they do sometimes. But I don't, you know, I don't mind because like you said, I'll, you know, somebody else is, I don't know, some other specialty and I'll ask them. I just think that's what people do. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like your friends feel burdened by the weight of your judgment when you're talking to them? (laughs) I feel burdened right now. (laughs) Yes, they do. No, I don't know. Um, I'm sure. I mean, I I can be judgy. I can be. It's hard. You know what it is? Sometimes it's hard to watch a train wreck and not get too involved. And so I think I've learned to step back more. Because, and just watch you know, the train crash. Yeah, or like yeah. you know, try to stop it and and like do all you can and and know your boundaries and yeah, that's healthy to just call it quits at some point. Yeah, depending on what it is, but you know, it's a tough one. 
It is, yeah. I, <clears throat> you know, I was talking about my friend who struggled with alcohol and addiction. Like, at yeah. some point, I tried so hard to help him, but it's like he burned so many bridges that I just, like, had to keep him at arm's length. Like, there yes. was just no way. Like, yes. I knew he would steal from me. Like, there was just nothing yeah. he could do to help himself. So, that's just, like, it's too bad. Mm-hmm. So. It is. All it's right. Let's play a game. <laughs> Okay. You're about to have a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we had the technology, it's not that terrible of an idea. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. no, it is a very terrible idea, but that's what makes it a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> We'd all run up in a pack. All right, Elizabeth, go. What's this guy's problem? <laughs> <laughs> she could be a regular recurring, like, you know, yeah, yeah, great. street person, like, going on the be. street. Do you ever get questions? Elizabeth on the street. I would do that if you ever have questions or something. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would actually. I have a friend who's doing a podcast. Listen, if you have questions for the podcast, please email me, uh, Josh at BetweenTwoRocks.com. I would love to answer questions on the air. Anything you got? Yeah, yeah. Got to fill this time. Yeah, we got. Well, you know what I mean. If you have mental health stuff that comes up, or like people, I know that gets to be like an advice game. So that's weird. Yeah. So you want to start a separate advice column podcast? Is that what you're saying? No. All right. Cool. It kind of sounds like that's what you're saying. No, I'm just saying I'm available. (laughs) Are we starting it? (laughs) Feels a little bit like we are. Um, Great. So let's play a game. We like to play fuck, marry, kill, but instead of with people, we do with ideas. I was thinking either we could do like therapy types, or we could do even like. Um, like I don't know, mental health something or other. Like, what would be? You thought deep about this, huh? <laughs> I think deeply about all things. <laughs> well, at first I was thinking therapy types, and I'm like, that might be too specific, might be too niche. Yeah, and I was almost thinking like, um, I don't even know ways of dealing with mental health issues. Okay, maybe drugs, drugs. Yeah, <laughs> fuck drugs. <laughs> Marry therapy. So uh, that's it. That was your idea. Oh, before we do this, actually, quick pause on the games. Meditation. Do you do mm. it? Do you recommend it? I do do it. Um, nah, do I, didn't, do it? I didn't believe that. No, do I really? do. I really do. I really do. I try that to do is, it every day. Oh, I even don't do better it for question. That long. Yeah. This is related. Are there things people can do like meditation if they if they don't have insurance, if mm-hmm. they don't have options? Yes. What is something that maybe they could do that would help them deal with their mental health struggles if they if they don't have money, yes. if they don't have insurance? Yes. No uh. time, no motivation, <laughs> no money. No interest yes. in working on themselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, What's good for them? Yeah, no, no, no. But seriously, if, they, so, if money is an issue. Yes. Or... So um, 211 has a lot of re- mental health resources. Okay. So does um, Connecticut Psychological Association. And actually, we have a mental health awareness. She said that in a weirdly sassy yeah. way. No, I'm like on a... the board. I'm on the board. She I got to come literally... check us out, huh? <laughs> she like <laughs> shimmied. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. What was the organization? Connecticut? Connecticut Psychological Association. Okay. So it's the Connecticut um, Psychological Guild, Association. Uh, right, yeah. For psychologists. And <laughs> what if we say it one more time? <laughs> what if you say what? Say it one more time. No, I'm just kidding. No, okay. Go on. So it's it's consych.org, and we have a lot of resources there, too. 
Okay. Um, and we have a mental health because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Yep, May. it's May. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. So um, I think I Wednesday failed to bring evening. it up. <laughs> you think you failed it? <laughs> to bring it up until oh, yes. now <laughs> yes. for some reason. Is that why you picked me to come? Well, you messaged me directly, which helps. I did. Yeah. I didn't want to, so. you know. What would you, like is there pressure. something you would recommend yourself? You're, oh, you're pointing yeah. out a lot so of places was, for people to go I, I, that they will not go no, to. No, but there's like a, there's an event. I think it's important to like understand about mental health. It's, it's Wednesday night. Um, but yes, there's actually, I think grounding skills are really powerful and anyone can do them anytime. And so um, they're, they're very basic. Um, but what I like about them is they can help people with trauma. They can help people with depression anxiety and it's like so there's different kind of kinds of grounding if you think about grounding it's like you think about a tree rooted in the earth like that's mm-hmm. grounded mm-hmm. so you know if you feel like overwhelmed or something like that even urge like an urge you feel an urge to use or do something that's harmful um grounding can be really helpful because it can help you like stay in the present but kind of get outside of that emotion a little bit have a little distance from it so it's like you know name five things you see that are yellow four things you hear three things that are blue, you know, two things you smell. Like I saw this on like an episode of, of BoJack as a way of dealing with like a panic attack. Yeah, that can help with panic too. Mm-hmm. I think it was like five things you hear, four things you see, yeah. three things you can smell. Two, mm-hmm. It was like, but yeah, something yes. like that. Yes, Yeah, just yeah, getting out of your own head basically. Yes. Anything you can do that would actually like... Yeah, and it can be like calming and grounding, and um, you can also do it like numbers, like count backwards from a hundred by seven, which is hard. By mm-hmm. seven, wow, something like that. Yeah, what you if you start are... grounding all the time throughout the day? Is that a problem in itself? <laughs> it might be a little tricky to, you know, just become a monk. Like you're <laughs> yeah. fine. Like just go all in, become a monk. Mm-hmm. Like there's no need to be a regular human. I did a lot oh, of grounding in middle too. school because I didn't do my drinking night. water. Water, well, there's something called water the torture. Dive what are you response. doing with it? Yeah, water no, boring. No, no, what are we no, talking no, about? No, no, there's something called the dive response, which is cold water. So, we see mammals do this all the time. Um, it's a physiological response. Colin's a mammal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you've ever seen without a shirt on, you would know. <laughs> Extremely mammal. Yeah, <laughs> so this will work for you. So, putting like cold water on your face, chewing ice. You know, taking a cold shower, anything like that can like reset your your nervous system. Mm-hmm. Chewing ice, I thought it was bad. Everybody always tells me not to do it. I love it. See, that's great. And I'm so healthy. I that thought I it means you're therapy. sexually frustrated. Yeah, that's what everybody always told me. But mm-hmm. I had sex well, last month. So I don't science. see how that could be true. That's science. <laughs> science. It is science. It's All true. right. So fuck, Mary kill. We haven't um, figured anything out yet. In mm-hmm. terms of what to do it about. Do you have any ideas? Elizabeth? I mean, I'm you know, I just can think of like therapy ideas, but there's two yeah, people on the street. Let's attack great. them. <laughs> yeah. Um What do you usually do? I mean I'm well, not Well it depends like, on the uh, subject. So yeah. like if it's about pizza, we would do it about pizza places. If it's about I like that games. I mean I eat about, pizza. I know, but we do pizza all the time. Okay. Well we actually let's do restaurants in New Haven. We haven't done that in a while, you know? It yes. could be fun. And we're always eating food. And yeah. if it's not pizza specific, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Fuck, Mary kill uh, restaurants in New Haven. Okay. Hell yeah. I would fuck Rawa just because I don't think anybody oh. goes there that much. <laughs> and their hummus is so good. Okay. Also, I brought two dates on in a week there. And like their waitress gave me like a knowing look. And I appreciated that. You know, nice. I love when they, I feel like I'm in a... Yeah. I'm on like an in joke with them, mm-hmm. and they're like not blowing my cover. It's fun. I like that. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a cool. It's a cool spot. It's not that crowded. If you're like feeling a bit COVID, 
you know, not fear, fear, but you know, I like it. They got good Mediterranean food, weird pizzas. Mm. So is that your first date spot? Well, yeah, now I, I never used to do food on first dates, but now that I don't drink, I find it's not a big deal to commit to dinner because... How come no food? Do you think it's uncomfortable eating in well, front of another people person? kind of do drinks or coffee on first date just in case it's really bad. So they, it's, it's, you know, not that long. Yeah. But since I do comedy, I'm willing to suffer if it's funny. So. Yeah. I went to a restaurant one time on a first date and they, they were like, oh, we don't serve alcohol, but you can, it is BYOB, you can go get some. And we looked at each other and we we're like, Hmm. Yeah, let's go yeah. get a six bag right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't stay here. Yeah. Yeah, alcohol definitely helps, you know, loosen the uh, inhibitions. But yeah. I do comedy, so I'm used to like just flying into the wind trying to impress a stranger. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Rawa, I will be my fuck. Okay. Anybody want to share uh, anything? Um, I've been fucking Hunan House a lot recently. Oh, all right. That's like right down the street, right? Yeah, yeah. Downtown. They're fantastic. I think yeah. it's like the best uh, Chinese in New Haven. Soup yeah. dumplings. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where is Very it? Very good. It's like a block away. It's like South Orange Street, I think. Yeah. yeah. I just get it delivered. Um, I haven't been to a restaurant in nine years. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like authentic Chinese, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. like a, a little bit better quality than regular Chinese. Right. Okay. And, but it's not super upscale like that place on Chapel. Oh, yeah. No, it's no. It's like a fancier restaurant. No, not like that. There's yeah. not like 12-person tables. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, Maybe it's, they have those. I don't know. No, they have... Yeah. Again, delivery is my experience with yeah. them. So. Yep. Okay. I think I'd fuck this new Indian restaurant. It's called... I'm going to say it wrong, though. I think it's Lissis. Where is it? It's on Orange Street. Oh. Are oh, those like right the... next door or whatever? I don't if it's next door but it's close okay have you heard of it no can you spell it i think it's i can i look is yeah. that the one that's like all vegetarian can you look at your phone no stop <laughs> i mean we can look it up too. it's really good all right like, it's really good i'm always down for new indian places it's just it's so fresh and <sighs> i do like house of Nan. they got these uh it's good but this is i mean i think this is like curry fries mm. yes. pretty banging yeah like they not everything these... on that menu is great but that shit is good mm-hmm. they have okra fries this place okay and they're oh. so good um let's see orders so oh it's lazy's l-a-z-e-e-z lazy's yeah sounds right That's all right really good. cool check it out mm-hmm. um let's see mary I mean, I guess I would marry maybe like Shell and Bones. Oh, I guess. really? That's yeah, easy. I mean, That's an easy one. It's so good, you know. I love every seafood. Day. Well, I mean, is that what it is? I have to eat That's there every what it day, is. every yeah. single day. I mean, yeah. If they if they still have an Impossible Burger, I could probably oysters find for to breakfast. Eat. I don't eat oysters even, I love oysters. but they eat sea you know mm. seafood. Yeah, their brunch is good. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, they got a lot of. Plus, you get that you get the nice view. You know, mm-hmm. that's where I bring a date when I know I already like her. You yeah, know, like big, when you're oh, like, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah, where you're like, oh yeah, let's go here. Mm-hmm. I once brought a date I did not know, and I was punished severely for that. Because yeah. like I told her I was against the death penalty, and then she spent a half hour explaining why it was important to kill people who were bad. <laughs> I was like, oh boy, we really got into it. <laughs> oh wow, that's a, the expensive meal for that, right? Uh, it mm-hmm. was, yeah, it was definitely spent a little more money than I should have. But you know, I squander money when you don't drink. I, that's our thing. I'm like, yeah, one night at the bar. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's how I, I rationalize all kinds of behaviors. I'm like, ah, what? That, what is that? Four beers? <laughs> mm-hmm. You count everything in beer cost. Pretty much, yeah. Like mm-hmm. honestly, because you save so much money not drinking, it's insane. So. All right, who else has got to love or marry? 
I should say. Yeah, it can be a loveless marriage. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Aren't they all, Colin? You tell us. <laughs> right, I told, I told Shelly one time we were talking about Bentara that used to be over here. Oh, Bentara oh, was my favorite. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she yeah. was like, we had like just started dating. She said something about it. I was like, oh, that place is great. That's where you like, you bring a, a date when it's like, you know, your things are going really well. And she's yeah. like, I've never been there. Been there. Yeah. Oh. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's such classic Shelly. Yeah, one day we'll go there. Yeah, oh, it was such a. I was so I bummed was so out when they closed. That. Yeah, they were yeah. great. They were absolutely great. So good. I I guess my Mary would be. Uh, I mean, I think it might be like I is Ivy New. Is it still called that Ivy Noodle? Yeah, I think this, so. This place that you can't remember the name of is the the one you'd you lay down well, with for the rest of your the life. Name. <laughs> When they change the name, you know what I'm talking about. It's like an old school. It's on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah, right next to that or Tomatillo like a or whatever. Fall place. All a right. Place. Yep. Mm-hmm. Any particular fall place or just any place? I mean, you know, I was it Mecha or Mecca? I never know Mecha. how to say it. Mecha. I I was in love with that place at the beginning. I'm not mm-hmm. sure anymore. Yeah. I don't like I'm being not a there. It was person, too cool for me. Yeah. It is too cool. I agree. Music, the music was is so too loud. loud. It's yeah. crazy. Too loud. I agree. But I do love the food there. Yeah. The, yeah, the food really is good. good. I think their broth is the best. I their actually, broth is really good. I like the ingredients. For like the vegetarian ramen yes. at the other place on Chapel or Crown. Oh, cr- yeah, 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 yeah. That's like near Firehouse or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I, I feel like they have a better like ingredients for veggie ramen, but the broth is so much better. I mentioned so. Mm. If you combine them, you yeah. have a perfect. I'm gonna order from them both. <laughs> Spent forty bucks on dinner. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. I spent eight beers on that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you get it. You're already there. You should quit drinking. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun math. Uh, What about you, Colin? What's the name of the place on Broadway, the Indian place? House. uh, No. Street. um, Shere Khan. Shere Khan. Khan. You're very close. You are. It is street Indian food. Yeah. Shere Khan, I went there recently to eat in there. It's totally different than getting a delivery. Eating in there, it's like way better. Yeah. Um, and it's like pretty affordable too. They have like a lot of really interesting dishes that you can try, and yeah, yeah, there's um, a lot going on there. I would, yeah. I would marry them. And it's, okay. it's just like a cool place. They have cool artwork inside, yeah. and mm-hmm. there's always something new. You know, that's what keeps the marriage exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, yep, this is true. They're surprising you all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So who are we gonna kill? Oh, Always the hard part. <laughs> Local small business people. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm ready for that one. You ready? You ready? Yeah. Drop it. Give Michaelinas. Michaelinas. Oh, oh really? Oh yeah. god. What is Michaelinas? Exactly. It's a place that used to be where um Delania's was. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's like Sorry. a couple of Rhode Island guys, I guess, but they have like bikers that hang out there. I don't know. I heard What's what's your beef? The, you, there's such a thing as bad pizza in Connecticut now. Wow! Mm, wow! Amy's nodding his head too. So like this is apparently See, a really? real problem. Yeah, I wow. said just outed him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. you can follow Eamon on NHV Free Artists. <laughs> I feel like you know you're coming into New Haven. You can't half-ass it, no. right? Like and they're from Rhode Island. They don't understand anything. It's fine. Uh, I would actually kill Delania. Not because I don't, like, I just think it's overrated. Like, I honestly, people are like, 
Like you'll be like, oh, like New Haven's got the best pizza, modern, Sally's and Pepe's. People are like, what about delaying it? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you saying right now to me? Like, are you that aggressive with yes, it? Yes, I'm tired of wow. it. Wow, I'm tired of people weighing and acting like it's even close to modern. Like that's you're being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. it's much closer to kitchen sink than it is to modern. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but it's just like it's a fancy artisanal yeah, it's place. Yeah, you're but right. it's mm-hmm. like it's that's fine that you put fig on a pie. I don't care, but it's like not the same, you know. Mm-hmm. So Fair. that's all. Okay. It's more it's more my resentment at dealing with people on social media. Plus, their social media is like really aggressive and weird. Mm. So like yeah, I don't know. Like they've got into it with people. It's all like, right. They've got to delete. No, although what's that uh, hair put? That hair place did that. Oh yeah, they hosted a rally outside Wait, of their did? storefront. Oh yeah, that's right. That crazy On street. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Uh, what is it? What and bones? Um, skull and combs. combs. Skull and combs. That's what it is. I was like, it's something like. Uh, it's yeah. a great name. It is, yeah, and they have good. You can tell that business was built around the name. Like yeah. someone thought of that name, they're like, we should open a barber shop. Yeah. yeah. And they've got good haircuts, but I refuse to go because the guy was like, was, I'm not shutting down. Any, right. I've got my shotgun. I'm like, get the fuck out of yeah. here, bro. Like, do you know where you have business? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yikes. See, I would kill Delaney out of just pure social huh. media and just like mm-hmm. annoyance at their fans. Because okay. they just like, it's like, it's like one of those things where it's like ruined by the fandom more than anything. Yeah. It's fine pizza. I won't ever choose it number one, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Plus, their new location is like, ugh, the ceilings are too high. It's way too yeah, high in there. Yeah, that design, what? Yeah. Okay. So. It's very strange in there. I mean, because it was like a dry cleaner. I know, <laughs> but I yeah. think it could have been different. Mm, delicious. Yeah, I probably get it. I think I would kill my moons. Whoa. Really? I Whoa. That yeah. is Whoa. A- I haven't been there since pre-COVID, but the last few times I was there, it was just not doing it. Wow. Maybe I wasn't drunk enough or it wasn't quite yeah. late enough, but yeah. it just wasn't doing it for me like it used to. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things where I feel like there are certain things you can order. Like if you just get like the falafel pita or whatever, mm-hmm. it'll be like four bucks and it's fine. But as soon as you get like a plate, you're spending like $10 and you just get like a little bit more lettuce and like, mm-hmm. it's like now I'm getting ripped off and the line is so sh- fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I could, I don't know. All right. Can it, I just change my Mary to Atticus? Sure. Really? Yeah. Really? I Atticus. I love their sandwiches and salads and soups. Really? Oh, it's so good. Huh. Hmm. What was I your previous have that Mary? every day. A the fall Indian place. place she, oh, fall uh, place. Oh, yeah. Right. You couldn't remember. A non-specific yeah. fall well, place. Well, I mean, I feel <laughs> like you can't get bad fall. Yeah. They probably could, but yeah. yeah. I'd go for a stop and shop. I gotta marry them. <laughs> As somebody who had uh, stop and shop sushi for dinner last night, I'm not in a place to judge. Their sushi's great. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I mean, I don't th- they don't make it in house or anything, so I'm sure it's from. They somewhere. do. do you no, know? no, they do. Really? Yeah. Yeah. At least the one in Hamden, they have a Japanese man making oh. the sushi. I'm like, I go to the one in New Haven. I doubt they have a guy there doing <laughs> it. That's probably made by the guy in Hamden. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, one more game, uh, and this is mayor for a day. So basically, we give you a million bucks to do anything you want in New Haven. What would you do, Elizabeth Rathbun? So. I would give it towards the signals to finally get my bike light. (laughs) Because these jerks, it's almost time to have Doug back in here to dress him down again. (laughs) Your bike light? Lane. Oh, your bike lane. Edgewood yeah. bike lane oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. was planned in 2014 or whatever that has not yet been started. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I, this is selfish of me, but I think it could be powerful for everyone. Clothes I've, for you? 
No, 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 no. <laughs> I would like a community garden thing. I mean, I th- I think plants yeah. are really powerful. Like, yeah. I think that's something that... Especially those plants that kill people. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, where would this garden be? Well, I think it. I, I want it to be, like, part of the whole, like, connecting different parts of New Haven. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people who could potentially get to know nature and benefit from it that don't or can't or, mm-hmm. you know, and I think there's something to growing things that you grow yourself and, and eating them and... Mm-hmm. Like the sustainability, and I think it could affect people and the environment on a lot of different levels. You know, I here's, was gone. Here's my plug related to this because mm-hmm. I I was just talking to my former older woman last night. They're doing a program right now where they really? will um, come plant a vegetable garden in like a raised bed, like a small raised bed. It's like oh. three by three. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's like high school kids or the ag school or something will oh, come wow. and provide all the soil and seeds and all that, and they want to teach. Um, you know, basically have kids get their hands dirty yes. and um, grow some food at their houses. So you can find that on the internet using some of those words I just used. I don't okay. know what it's called, but that's they're doing that right now in New Haven. Yeah, wow, thanks for um, helping yeah. out. Yeah, you just call call up the number that call they provide. The number that you don't have. Yeah, or yeah. or search the terms. Some of which it's you not may my have program, used. and I didn't know I was going to be plugging it. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, it's a really cool idea. Nice. That's great. I would love that. I would love to make that bigger and. I think it could be part of therapy too. So, that's mm-hmm. a story. So, uh, we can't plug your practice because you're it's not okay. accepting patients, right? I'm not. I'm full. How many patients do I you have? I have a little Instagram account. You can. Okay. Um, What's how your many Instagram patients account? do I have? Mm, probably like 40 to 50. Damn. Whoa, that's but a I lot mean, of I people. I don't see them every week. You must be barely listening. I do listening. groups. I do groups. Oh, okay. Um, no, I try to listen. What's I, your Instagram? Uh, pause.process.peace. Pause, as in like, uh, I guess there's no other word. Pause, <laughs> like not pause, but like pause. Not like a not bear pause, right? <laughs> no, like pa- say, pause. Say like again? when you were told to stop talking, pause, just like that. <laughs> so it's pause dot process dot peace, and then I also have a plant psychology one, which is plant with e. Plant with e. Mm-hmm. That's me. Plant no, with Elizabeth. E. I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. All right. I was like, I don't understand. All right. That's what cool. her friends call her. You want to plug anything there, Colin? No, I'm plugging that um, vegetable garden <clears> planting <throat> like that, that at least they're doing with the New Hallville Community Management Team and nice. probably all around the city. <clears throat> uh, I will plug between two rocks.com and um, Sad Vegetarian Bachelor Instagram. I'm trying You're to bring still that doing back. It. I've been trying to bring it back, you know, so... I am a sad vegetarian. Well, mostly vegetarian. I don't, I don't put the uh, claim shot or anything out there. I do lie a little bit. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll start doing comedy again soon. Uh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. It was fun. Sorry about great. interrupting you. you several times. <laughs> but, you know. Thank you, you for being a good sport. Yeah, no problem. Uh, and thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.
Two Rocks.